Welcome to Candid Crypto, a place where anyone can learn about blockchain tech. We are two friends who love cryptocurrency and have acted as retail investors and researchers for years. I'm Michael. And I'm Liam. Our goal is to create a community where listeners can build their knowledge and meet like-minded people in the digital asset space. Welcome to another episode of Candid Crypto. Today, Liam and I are going to be discussing cryptocurrency mining. What exactly is it? And just some basic components that are involved. In general, there's a lot that goes into cryptocurrency mining. We're going to cover pieces of it today. Look out for future episodes going more into the detailed technical nitty gritty when it comes to mining because we also really love that part too. Yep. Today's, today's overview is certainly high level. We're planning to just go over the basics with you. Recently, mining has been kind of a topic in the news just due to the fact that China just banned mining in their country, which is yeah. huge. Huge. And the narrative lately, the one that I've seen the past few months, is that mining wastes energy. It contributes to climate change. Technically, yeah, it does. We're spe we're expending energy to run these mining rigs. So why would China have banned Bitcoin mining? That seems pretty strange to me. It Michael. does seem strange because before now, they were the main producer of mining rigs and mining technology. And they also had the most operating throughout the past decade. They've built out the infrastructure and they have cheap electric, mainly due to coal, which yeah. isn't good for the earth. So maybe that's why no. <laughs> they are cracking down because more people are talking about the impact it has on climate. I think that's a little bogus. I think if you take a, a larger look at cryptocurrency as a whole, we talk about Bitcoin being a global currency, allowing financial freedom to anybody that has access to the internet. That seems to go against kind of communist values and uh, the Chinese Communist Party. Yes. Billions of people are seeing the potential of cryptocurrency broadcasted over their local news channel in China. And they start questioning. I, I think it's more the Chinese government said, nah. They kind of wanted to take hold of that control a little bit more. I agree. A decentralized global currency that's permissionless just does not align with CCP no. values. The most likely answer is that the CCP is building their own crypto, which rumor mill has it that they are. And it would totally make sense that they ban Bitcoin and then unveil their own cryptocurrency. The, the weird thing is that could be true, except for I've heard that China and the provinces where most of the mining is occurring, they're telling those cities to basically uproot all the infrastructure that they've worked really hard to build. You know, for a while, I had the concern that China was just going to overtake Bitcoin somehow because they had mo majority of the mining capacity. We've talked about 51% attacks in the past. And what that really boils down to is if one single entity controls 51% of the Bitcoin network, it's feasible for them to create fake transactions or fraudulent activity on that blockchain. And that has been a attack 
that has been known since Bitcoin's inception. The 51% attack was really poignant on the minds of people when Bitcoin had first started out. Because who was to say some dude with a massive data center couldn't just come in and do a 51% attack on a infantile, young Bitcoin blockchain? That never happened. But the concern was totally valid with a totalitarian government having the ultimate say over how mining activities were performed. And like you said, I mean, this really just shows that Bitcoin successfully completed another test that it's not all relying on China and it's actually uh, has a lot more potential. And now that it's becoming more distributed, I think that's good. To the moon. moon. Okay, so that's a little just kind of segment on China and the events occurring um, current day as of uh, beginning of July 2021. So Liam, how would you describe mining at its core and we can just take bitcoin because it's kind of the easiest concept to grasp yeah bitcoin's the og and bitcoin established what is called proof of work sidestepping all the nerdy stuff proof of work shows that you performed work it's pretty it's in the name and what that really means is that your computer solved math problems and it solved enough math problems to prove it did the work now what is the work you might ask it's really just random math problems that are really difficult to solve but very easy to prove they were solved that's the genius of this entire scheme bitcoin mining is not constant it fluctuates in difficulty as more people come onto or leave the Bitcoin network. Michael, what has happened with the Bitcoin difficulty recently, with China giving the axe to Bitcoin mining? On July 2nd of 2021, Bitcoin blockchain experienced the largest decrease in the difficulty, I think, of all time. It went down by nearly 50%. And we're we're talking about what it takes to kind of guess these math problems slash computations that need to actually get that reward of a Bitcoin, it went down by, I, I, I think by half, nearly half, which is huge. And you talk about the difficulty. It also kind of correlates to yeah. the price because the price also correlates to the supply and demand. The price of Bitcoin does not necessarily correlate with the difficulty, but they're fairly intertwined. In fact, one of my early hypotheses as a Bitcoin enthusiast back in 2013 was that the increase in hash power, which means the amount of people participating in Bitcoin mining, would cause the price to increase. That did happen, but those t- but those two concepts, the price of Bitcoin, the amount of people mining on the Bitcoin network are not necessarily one-to-one. You know, the the lower the difficulty, the easier it is to mine. So we can put it this way. The reward and the difficulty for Bitcoin are very predictable if you know the current parameters and the past parameters for the network. Let's talk about the reward. Everyone wants to know about the reward. Yeah. 
what's in it for me? <laughs> so the reward is what you get as a result of your cryptocurrency mining. In the past, in the very early days of Bitcoin, you could do what is called solo mining. You would mine by yourself and there was a very small chance you would get the reward all to yourself. The reward constantly decreases. Every four years, it gets cut in half. And and that's called the halving events, right? Yeah, that's called the halving. So the reward gets halved every four years, roughly. And that's done to keep the supply of Bitcoin at 21 million that can ever exist. Right now, the Bitcoin reward is... So currently, the Bitcoin mining reward is 6.25. It started off as 50, then it got halved, then it got halved, then it got halved. And those are entire Bitcoins? Yep. You get 6.25 Bitcoin if you can successfully solve that math problem that needs to be solved for the network. The math problems are arbitrary. They're, they're purposefully difficult just to keep a cap on the supply. And it's not really a math number. It's not really a math problem it's more like a really long complicated number that these mining rigs slash or these groups of mining rigs are just trying to guess and check and get that number first yeah that's a good point it really is guess and check your computer is guessing and checking like billions of times a second when you're when you're mining yeah so so what goes into the actual crypto mining rig and how can you be more likely to mine more bitcoin or other cryptocurrency yeah so we have two types of hardware for mining cryptocurrency we'll use bitcoin again as an example when you mine bitcoin you can use a graphics card like what you use to play video games if you are a gamer or are interested in video slash graphics cards You've probably noticed how ridiculously expensive they are lately. Like ser seriously, over like a thousand bucks for you know uh, current generation video cards. Insane. <laughs> that is because of crypto. the The miners are buying up graphics cards left and right because they can use those to mine crypto. However, there are a there is a different type of hardware known as an ASIC, not the shoe. ASICs are also known as application-specific integrated circuits are basically specialized computers that do one thing really well. Your computer that you're listening to this on, be it a phone or a desktop, can do a bunch of things pretty decently. But an ASIC can do one thing very, very, very well. And ASICs for Bitcoin do one thing only. Mine Bitcoin. And... Those are significantly faster and significantly more power efficient than their GPU counterparts. So back in about 2014... I assume they cost a lot more too. They do. And there was a whole fiasco back in 2015, 2016 related to ASICs. Um, what you really need to know about ASICs are that they can be cheap uh, in terms of the Bitcoin you get relative to the power expenditure. But yeah, some of these machines are like $30,000 and they, they only mine Bitcoin. That's it. That's it. Where a GPU can do a whole 
bunch of different things and is an essential part to a lot of computers. Yeah, because like with a GPU, you could play Cyberpunk and then go mine Ethereum if you wanted to. Like it'll it'll let you do both. <laughs> and, and that's really you know the magic, or that's the important piece when it comes to yeah. a mining rig, because a mining rig is all it's just a computer, and in order to do you know this significant amount of computation, it it takes that graphics card or ASIC to achieve that. But the other components, it's we're not going to go through it all, but it's just all the regular parts of a compo- of a computer, fans, power supply, motherboard. Motherboard. So really at its core, mining computers are pretty much the exact same as regular computers, just with beefed up graphics or the ability to solve these math problems slash cryptography problems very, very, very quickly. Michael and I both have experience Bitcoin mining. Don't get me wrong. We're not running warehouses of Bitcoin miners. However, we have dabbled with creating our own cryptocurrency mining rigs. Michael, I showed you a little bit of that world back in 2018. And I don't know, is your is your mining rig still uh, running? It's currently not running just because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense when it comes to power in my current uh, location. But besides that, I have it right next to me. I love looking at it because, I mean, it was a lot of fun building that with you. I learned so much building this, uh, my first mining rig. And I honestly think that really helped motivate me to, you know, get more invested in cryptocurrency and to research more. Because, like, I, we actually built something. And it's, we built the printing press. We built a printing press. We can literally generate money by giving this machine electricity. I love that. <laughs> and we weren't we weren't mining Bitcoin because Bitcoin, there's a lot of competition. We were mining something uh, a little bit more niche. And we can go into that another episode. But, you know, the, the process of building your own computer slash mining rig was really fascinating. And I really appreciate your help on that. And I, I, I want you to share some of your experience because it's a lot more than mine. <laughs> Certainly. So I am a tinkerer. I love to experiment with computers and tech. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency mining rigs in general are not super complicated. Yeah, you got to hook up the graphics card to the motherboard, get a power supply. But beside that, that's really all you need. And then a way to control the mining rigs remotely. I began my foray into mining back in 2017. I bought eight 1080 Ti's and I put them together in parallel across a big slab of steel. That mining rig was obnoxiously consuming power. I was running it first out of my college housing which had free electricity, conveniently. And then I brought it to my parents' house, but they weren't thrilled that I was pulling 2,000 watts from my bedroom wall. Um, I can recall I can recall running the mining rig at the same time my sister was using her portable heater, and then the circuit broke to the entire bedroom to, to the entire bedroom area. What, what my takeaway was, doing a modest hobbyist setup is very feasible. But the complexity 
becomes exponential when you start filling up a warehouse full of mining equipment. And so that brings us to the last point. What do you mine if you have a mining rig? The answer is pretty simple. There is a website called whattomine.com. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you exactly what you should mine. You put what graphics cards you have on your mining rig. You put the cost of your electricity in cents per kilowatt hour. And then boom, you're off to the races. You know exactly what you should mine. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to mining, similar to my case, I'm not currently running mine because it just didn't make sense. But say I tried to mine a different cryptocurrency, it could make financial sense. And even if I'm making $5 a day, that's $5 a day of profit that all I had is to have the, I, all I needed was the hardware. If you're listening to this and you're in a college dorm where your electricity is built into your rent, you should maybe consider mining. I'm not advocating for stealing your university's electricity, but I'm also not saying that you shouldn't maybe experiment with technology a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And um, I really appreciated how when we set up my mining rig, we started off with one graphics card. And as I got more familiar and interested in cryptocurrency mining, I bought a second graphics card. And it really wasn't that difficult to just add another card. No. And depending on how you set up your system, you can add, you know, three, four, five, and you can even have up to eight like you were just yeah. saying. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode of Candid Crypto. Michael and I are thrilled to have made it to the three-month mark, and we love the support and the feedback we've been getting. We are ready to work with eager listeners who want to set up their own cryptocurrency wallet. If you are ready to dive into crypto, but don't know where to start, reach out to us at hello at candidcryptopodcast.com. We're more than happy to connect with you and figure out how we can empower you to participate in the world of crypto. Thank you very much for tuning in and take care.